welcome to FMLPL. I'm Alon. This is Walsh. In this week's episode, we'll go over what the fuck happened in Game Week 2, look ahead to Game Week 3, and banter, 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 banter. But first, we have a huge announcement. Huge announcement. Absolute uh, scenes. Yeah, we've been behind the scenes getting some emails and Twitters about donating or things, so... We're taking a foray into the merchandising aspect of the world, and we've got stickers for sale on our website. We have a store. Um, it's kind of like a suggested donation where you could start at two fifty a sticker, get as many as you want. You could pay however much you want, but it's basically just to cover our costs for shipping and uh, how much they actually cost. We're also we and to also keep the s- fucking pod alive is basically because yeah. we don't we don't donate shit ourselves. So our thinking was like we'd rather give you something, you know, in return for any money that ends up coming in, you know, rather than just like a blind donation. I know a lot of pods do like Patreon and shit, but we weren't into that. So yeah, like you said, like it's two fifty for a sticker. I think seven for five stickers, and then we have the. The theme music also. The Euros theme music by producer Nate. The original theme music by our friend Ari. Those are free and you can do them as a ringtone. It comes as like a ringtone file. So Yeah, and it's the same thing with the ringtones where you could just give us money if you want to, but you can get them for free also because that's ridiculous for us to charge money for something that costs us nothing to do. Yeah, we're not iTunes. No, we're not iTunes. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's maybe the first step. We'll see how the stickers sell and yeah. we'll maybe get into something bigger uh, next yeah. if the stickers take off. But yeah, that's the goal. It's fmlpl.com slash store or just go to fmlpl.com and you'll see a store button like at the top and yeah. Fuck us. Yeah, the stickers are cool. They're Let's little. They're, yeah, you can put them on your dick or your tits or whatever, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Imagining putting a sticker on your dick is so complicated. It's please, like, please do not Twitter pick dick. Do not FMLFPL stickers. Do Only not, send but also to, do. Just send it to Batshuit. Yeah, just Snapchat Batshuit. Oh my god, that's such a good shout, Batshuit. Um, if you don't know that reference, check Batshuit on Chelsea's Twitter. You'll see. Um, so yeah, so that's that. We'll probably give little reminders at the beginning of every episode or so. We'll give you updates on how they're selling. Hopefully, they're hotcakes. Yeah, because exactly. we bought a ton. <laughs> yeah, we bought a fucking million. So if not, go. we're fucked. <laughs> All right, on to the fucking tit. What's, yeah, let's get into the pub. Yeah, opening question, simple. What'd you do this weekend other than the footy? Well, you know, I didn't do the footy. I was a little fucked this weekend. My bir- my birthday's coming up. This actual in two days. Okay. So we went to uh, Temecula, which is kind of like hick wine country. It's like the poor man's Napa. Nice. Of California. And uh, we did some wineries, had some good food, the wife and I. And we went to a little spa day on Sunday, got a oh, massage. It was beautiful. God. And I was just maxing and relaxing in the sulfur pool and all that kind of shit. So I was fucking straight chilling this weekend. Yeah, that sounds incredible. My my highlight or low light rather of this weekend is locking myself out of my apartment for the first time. Did you actual? Actual. It was like three in the morning, two thirty in the morning. I had to call a locksmith and just fucking sit mm. on my ass. Would that dri- run you like one twenty? Yeah, it's one fifty. Drills yeah. a hole into my door. I just have to like bullshit with him, even though I'm like falling asleep <sighs> and dying. How did you do it? What was the what was the critical moment? Because you know when that happens, you live back your life about what oh little thing God. you fucked up to yeah. not have your keys. Well, I don't have air conditioning, so I was just sitting around, obviously in my underwear, sometimes naked, but this time in my underwear. And I was going over to Vito's house, who lives one block away. So, you know, it's like casual. I just like threw on the first pair of shorts I saw, threw on a pair of sh- uh, fucking T-shirt, left... Didn't even think twice about it. And then at like 2.30 in the morning, he lives one block away. I like round the corner. I'm approaching my door, looking to pre-fire my key. And I'm just fucking nightmare. And I knew, too. Like I texted Vito and I was like, go check for my keys. But I knew. I was like, oh, they're in my other fucking pair of shorts. God damn it. That's life. That's life. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. All right, let's shout out the top of the FMLPL table, Steel City Swans, who I assume that means you're from Swansea, but he had a fucking massive 94-point week, which is just what? insane. How is that even possible? Because he had his back line is De Gea, clean, 
Shaw, clean and bonus, and assist, I think. Did he? Yeah, assist on yeah. the pen. Yeah, oh yeah, assist on the pen. Uh, Toby, clean. Van Anholt, goal. Morgan, clean. <laughs> and then he yeah. had, you know, good front line, and that's basically it. Fucking Jeez, a lot of points. that's nuts, man. Yeah. I mean, okay. he's got to be from Swansea, right? He's got Swansea shit all over his page. Yeah, but like, who? how do you put Morgan ahead of Stones on your bench? I don't know. Yeah, against Arsenal, that's fucking yeah. crazy. He right. just, he's good. Um, how'd you do last week? One point less than you, as usual. Samsy's 60, yeah. pretty shit. Um, outside of the Aguero's Laton points, all I had was a two-point Hazard assist and a Valencia clean and everything else was ones and twos, baby. Yeah, it was basically identical because our teams are still like the same, but they're about to switch up. They're about to be yes, soon. We both had are. the nice Gaston Ramirez subbed off at 59 minutes, so no 60-minute <laughs> point, no clean point. That's good. Those two points would have been so nice. Yeah, little fucking yellow cards, little fucking tits and tots. It was just terrible. Yeah, so I mean, we were both in the 30-ish K region, and now we're down to, I'm at 173K, and you're at 154K, but yep. that's the margins. I mean, we have actual one point different on overall points. And you're 20k ahead of me, so yeah. I mean, that, if if Gaston played one more minute, we'd both be like 40 to 50k 50, higher, yeah, easily. Which is so, crazy. The beginning of the season is so crazy. Yeah. So I still feel like we're in really good shape. It's just the volatility of the first opening weeks are very. It's very insane. So yeah, it's a bummer. You have to just remember to stay calm and just just plot along, and and you'll tit. Yeah, and I mean, usually for me, by game week three, I'm in like at least 700k region. So, being here, knocking on the door, and as mentioned, the closeness in points to you know top 10k or top 100k, where you want to try and solidify and then try and kick on, it's not much. So, I think we our teams are both good. We both had two frees going coming out of the weekend. We didn't have a great week, but the margins were slim. I mean, like if we both had. Jacob Pove fuck instead of our Foster. piece of shit Foster, we'd, we'd be, be in the, we'd be at five digits still. You know, we, we yeah, it's, it's small margins. If we had Gray or Negredo instead of Vardy, boom. But yeah, exactly. yeah I mean, having two frees is so fucking massive. That's like a differential in itself. Yeah, but Unless um, if we just transfer in players who might not start, yeah, oh, we'll get, we'll get huh? there. Little sneak preview. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple, a few fan questions and then a sponsor and then we'll go nuts. Um, so starting off with a not safe for work question from Chris Walsh, unrelated to you. He asks, who in your team deserves to have a bucket of dicks thrown at them for failing to produce points? So who are you most okay. mad at right now? I mean, Vardy's too obvious because I already fucked him off, but... I'd have to I'd have to say John Stones. Oh my god. Dude. I mean, he is like he has a fucking FPL crosshair on his forehead. Like everyone hates John Stones. He's so his, bad. Yeah, his face is so dumb looking and it's like even if it was a combination of like dicks and actual sausages, <laughs> I just want them all to be thrown at his face and maybe some would like stick to his forehead or something. I'd be yeah. Fine that. That'd be great. Yeah, I would love to see even if not actual dicks, maybe dildos just thrown at his face to see his reaction. I'd kill for that. Yeah, and dildos would like they move well in the air, you know, they'd be like flopping back and forth and really hit him hard. Yeah, not like firm 18 inch no, no, black no. Dicks like floppy silic flop- silicone like yeah. rubber yeah, yeah. yeah. That what hurt. about you yeah I mean I have stones too I don't hmm I it's got to be Jerry right yeah Jerry. It's I mean prob- he would get buried in dicks. but he honestly it's, it's probably Terry more than Jerry <laughs> John John yeah but Terry. I feel like John he has like a aura around him or like a force field where the dicks would just repel they wouldn't reach him. <laughs> Yeah, I throw a bucket of dicks at him, and somehow I turn around, and he's like fucking my girlfriend. That's what. Yeah, Terry and is. they're all up your ass. Yeah, and I'm like, John, what has yeah. happened, Captain Leader Rapist? Yeah, that's John Terry for you. But I mean, I just like I was so confident in Chelsea defense, especially after week one. I was just like, oh my god, they're going to be a fortress. Like James Collins' lucky goal, and then they looked fucking really bad against Watford, and like kind of got dominated. And now I'm like scared. People are already whispers of 
them bringing in another defender because Terry Kale's just too slow, can't play a high line, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, uh, it doesn't feel good to have 5-5 five, five in that. In yeah, that but you have home Burnley coming up, so. I know, but, you know. Long term. And their fixtures are, are a little tricky after I mean, Burnley. I'm not getting rid of him, but. No, you want to throw dicks at him. I could throw okay. dicks at him. Okay, yeah. I can throw some dicks. All right, Cl- uh, TBT fan of the pod right here, Nicholas Ooh. You remember that guy? Uh, Nick. Uh, Nick uh, uh, asked, what would you do with players like Tadic and Jerry D who haven't scored FPL points, but they look good or have good stats, etc.? So. Very relevant to us questions because I have Jerry, you have Tadic, but we're both keeping, I think, right? Well, I'm definitely keeping. I didn't know you were keeping I, as, as per the last conversation we had about this topic. I'm, I'm really torn. I haven't made my moves yet. but okay. So I'm, I think those are two things that are very different categories. Tadic nailed tip of the diamond, creating lots of chances, scored an offside goal. Last game against United, has home Sunday coming up. I mean, points look there. But for Jerry, I'm like... It's a lot shakier. He came on and should have had actual two assists in ten minutes. He had two... Yeah. He set up two very big Velocity looks really good, yeah. Kevin is just fucking... Fucking it. Kevin Morales is just yeah. fucking everyone up. So yeah. only two of those three players are starting. And it seems like the writing's on the wall. They didn't pay 25 mil on Yala for him to be coming off the bench, so... I would be so unsurprised if Jerry D was on the bench next game. I mean, yeah, I and think he has to go. I would be very surprised if you played that conservative and held him. Well, the reason that I might hold him, and, and we kind of talked about this when we were texting about someone else's team that we You're were captain and Capu. Yeah, captain Capu, okay, <laughs> triple cap Capu every week. But <laughs> you got a cap cap. But with Jerry and and with some other guys, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. It's just. Oh, Townsend was another guy I got a lot of tweets about. It's just like, I still see the upside there, and I have no money in the bank, obviously. Unless I make a double move, I'm going 6.5 or cheaper, and I just, there's just no one else in that bracket who I really. What are you fucking keeping, Vardy? No, I'm not going to keep Vardy. But I'm just, I'm talking about if I made a Vardy move, kept Jerry. For more information, and then had two frees the week following with a bunch of money. I think that might be better, so I can get someone that I believe in more. Um, I don't agree. I mean, I think getting more information at the expense of potentially getting one point in a bench cameo is is not worth it. I well, I was I don't know, some people. A lot of the heavy hitter guys are also like unsure. Like uh, I'd like to see another game from Liverpool before I get in any of them. I'd like to see like Nolito start and play like over eighty minutes before I get him. And yeah, but you, you hate know, him. I fucking love him, but you know what I mean. It's just like, but I, I I've been seeing at the same some time emails. you said that you wouldn't be surprised Jerry D starts on the bench. I also wouldn't be surprised if Kevin starts on the bench. Like Jerry was I like he has a goal and an assist. He's a yeah, but Jerry's been like the absolute main man, like talk of the town to, as of, as recently as two weeks ago. You know, he's not like playing badly. He's just like hasn't scored an FPL. You know, like I don't I don't know if two okay. non returns matters as much in real life as it does in fantasy, you know what I mean? It may not. It may not. I don't know. I just think that there's a big risk there. There's definitely I've a big been risk. I've been pimping boy on big time to emailing emailers well, he's with like, Jerry D. It's because he's the only guy in that region who has like upside. It feels I mean, like right now. It feels like being on pens is nothing is not a small thing. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. Everyone real. the pens are happening. That's his upside. He's always a bonus magnet when he plays and he's fit. And their fixtures turn soon. I, I feel like Boyan's Boyan's a pick there for me. Yeah. I mean, but he's also not nailed. I think he's maybe a little bit nailed. Maybe a tiny bit. Who's gonna right. take his place? Well, last time they played four three three and there was no Shaq, so if they mm. play four three three, he's not gonna start. But regardless, let's go on. We'll talk about our teams later. Last question. Some guy called Dogs Bollocks asked, how, <laughs> that's his fucking actual Twitter name, I don't know. Right. He said, how come Van Anhold's ownership percentage is 6%? Shouldn't it be way higher? I thought how it was come, pretty relevant because you watched those highlights and he was just the best thing ever. Yeah, before that though, when you have Twitter, don't you have to put your like fucking name? Like, Is it like a faceless thing where you could just be like nobody? Oh yeah, you don't need our name. You could just oh, be a I didn't dick know fuck. that. Yeah, you, you don't, can't. You don't have to be like your name or something. Not like at all. Actual. 
Okay. Yeah, you don't have to be worried about being fired. Your name could just be Dick Fuck Fuck Me, and you're good. <laughs> or, or dogs balls. <laughs> or dogs bollocks. Um, yeah, PVA. Okay, so six percent. He was on a lot of set pieces last year. I think the problem is just that he plays for Sunderland and he's five. I mean, they're terrible. They don't look like they're ever going to keep a clean sheet. So yes, he might lead the defenders and goals scored, but if they keep, you know, like eight clean sheets, it's not great. Yeah, um, I think he's okay if you're going to be rotating him, but their fixtures early doors are pretty bad. And and that and that's um, another thing that that harps back a lot to last season. I know I like beat over the fucking head. Is that just like with the attacking player, attacking defenders on bad teams where you're rotating them, you're not going to get all of their attacking returns because they don't come only against bad teams. You know, so like. Their next three fixtures are at Southampton, home Everton, at Spurs. You should yeah, there's no Ben Chan for all those, but he might yeah. score a goal and you just yeah. won't get it. So yeah. I don't know. It's just they suck. They suck. But that's the thing is, I mean, this week I guess it fell where he scored against a bad team. So if you owned him, you would have started him this week. Yeah. And you'd, you're, you're really happy, like you're top of a FML FPL league. Yeah. But I think at five, especially when you have someone like Stones who has. Uh, one point, two, one point, like three points from two games, which is great. But he's playing on City, so you got to think that rotating someone like that at the same price, you're going to get more points theoretically. You have to pick your defenders for clean sheets first, attacking return second. Yeah, I agree. Um, that said, I mean, it's still if maybe in two months when our team values are up in like the 103 regions, then instead of having a 4.5 and 4.0 fourth and fifth defender, we can afford, you know, like a 5.0. Rotator without it impeding who we get an attack, for example, and then yep. PBA and is they, in a lot more teams. And if they have a good run, then maybe that's yeah. a shot. But. Yeah, which they don't right now. I mean, yeah. opening five games, the only game that you realistically want to start him would have been this past, where yes, he scored, but they didn't keep it clean. I mean, they don't look good at all. They look, they look like they're going to be in the in a relegation scrap for sure this year. So, yep. All right, why. let's do a sponsor, and then we'll go to what the fuck happened. Okay. Do you want to know the secret to looking good and feeling cool? Do you have some fat above the pubic area that you'd like better hidden and tucked away? Don't waste your time with cheap yoga capris and yoga pants that aren't comfortable, don't fit right, and leave you feeling bad about yourself. Pop over to Swansea City and pick up a pair of pants that will change your life. FMLFPL are proud to present Pantaloni di Yoga da Francesco Guidolini. These pants are perfect for yoga, exercise, marching up and down the Swansea City touchline, or for everyday use. Pantaloni di Yoga are designed to contour perfectly to your body, giving you a chic, Italian, streamlined look. And don't worry, the waistbands are designed to stay put when you stretch and bend. These things won't ride up, fall down, or rip, and we tested every single pair of them on Francesco himself. Pantaloni di Yoga da Francesco Guidolin. That's amore. Did you take an Italian class today? That was good, right? Yeah, the, the accent was crisp. <laughs> I actually practiced the accent before we potted. Oh, good or bad. Were you in or out of your apartment, locked in or locked out? I was in, I was in. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I can't be on the on my deck with new neighbors being like, Francesco, Guidoli. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be a bad look. That's a bad look. Um, I wonder what the, my new neighbors think when I scream okay once a week for five seconds. Fuck them. Who cares? Who cares? Okay, there's a lot of big talking points, but I think we should start with the third forward because we both okay. had Vardy. You already got rid of Vardy. I'm I'm gonna get rid of Vardy. So I don't know. So I think it's like you're in two minds, where you already have your team structure set up, where you have the budget third forward, and those are probably looking between Negredo and Gray. Uh, I guess those of you who transferred Gray out for Negredo didn't lose too much. They basically got the same points, but except for you use the transfer. But I think if you're going from a heavy third forward, you have much more options where you can look at the 9.0 forwards or go down to the 6.5 forwards and then upgrade a midfielder to a, from a mid-priced mid to a premium mid. But yep. I still think that Negredo, Gray, they have less chances. I mean, there's a reason why they're priced lower. Yep. I feel like you there's can't enough... rely on them to score weekly. They yeah, will and, get blanked. Yeah. And you look at Gray, for example. I mean, the assist was pretty bullshit. It was pretty lucky. He had nothing to do about it. He yeah. just kind of fluffed the ball over, and then the goal happened. 
Um, the goal he took was very nice, but that was literally the only chance he had all game. So that's what he's working with. I mean, if he's not going to finish, the maybe he'll get on a good in a good game One two and good a chances. Half chances, yeah. yeah. If he's not finishing that, then he's just blanking for fun because he plays for Burnley, like we mentioned in preseason, and we're going to continue to mention it throughout the season. It could be that he's a Gallo 2.0, and for example, like last year, neither of us owned a Gallo the whole year, and we probably won't own Gray the whole year because he plays for Burnley. Um, Negredo I like a little bit more just because I think he's a little bit more clinical and he has a little bit more support behind him. And just more Um, experience, and he's done it before, you know. Yeah, that kind of thing, but... At the same time, I still feel like when you look into the 9.0 Lukaku's of the world, you know you're going to get something more more of a sure thing. And if I'm looking at, for example, looking at Boyan, who's taking pens on Stoke, price very well, I'd rather have him in midfield uh, rather than someone like an Eriksson or Firmino at this point in the 8.5 region and then afford yourself someone like Lukaku as your third forward. So for me, that's what I'm playing with. I still like the heavy, heavy front line. I still do, I still too. Feel like, I still feel like there's value in midfield. I mean, even like someone like Robert Snodgrass, he's not yeah. sexy at all. He but he great. could have. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, he should have probably gotten points against Swansea if there weren't a couple fuck-ups on his big chances created. And yep. their fixtures turned soon, but I mean, he's cheap as fuck. And you look between the 5.5 and 7.5 brackets, and... Yeah, you know, there's still Siggy lurking. I, I mean, you have Arnie there still, and yeah, there's um, still a lot of guys. I mean, yeah. it's it's Kevin. it's a coincidence that all the cheap guys that we liked in preseason haven't hit the ground running, but someone still will. I, you know, I still believe firmly that like one of the Bournemouth guys is going to come through. They're not going to score zero goals this year, and like shit you know, like, like Redmond. Redmond already has. Yeah, done. Redmond has a goal, and and Gaston. You know, he got a knock or whatever and came off early, but he looks great. So there's two right there, but. I don't know. I, I want to throw two more names into the budget list that you didn't mention, which is uh, Salomon Ronda Rousey, because his stats are fucking out of control. And I have to give props yeah. to a Twitter guy, Get Get New Ice. I don't know how to say that. But um, he <laughs> shouted out Ronda, Ronda Rousey, and I looked at his stats, and they're fucking yeah, he looked, so good. He looks yeah, he so looked really good, good last game again. He should have probably scored, but he, he has like a ten, ten touches in the box each game, like a ton of shots. Like you know, last year was his first year, and he played on West Brom, so understandably he didn't score a lot of goals. But West Brom looked a lot brighter and more aggressive, and a little more about them going forward this year. And it's his second year; like he could he could do things. I mean, he is doing things. He's doing and, I mean, things. the the fixture the fixtures turn very like now for them. The yeah, no, are I've, really I've nice. been thinking about him a lot. Yeah, um, and then the other guy is Benteke, who you know very relevant because he went from Liverpool to Palace. So I don't know. What do you think about Benteke? Like, he's your new boy. Yeah, I. We're not talking about Palace right now. I mean, we got to talk about Benteke, even if we don't want to talk about Palace. We have to. Okay. It's like yeah, the big fine. move. I mean, okay, so it's just, I think, still too early to purchase him because he hasn't really played a minute of competitive football this summer. So that's a problem for him. I, I feel like his match fitness needs to be built a little bit. I don't think he's going to walk into the team this weekend, so I don't think he's a smart transfer right now. That said, I think in maybe about two game weeks' time, he will be a good transfer. I mean, 7.5 is a good price for him, and he's got a proven goal scoring record in the Prem. Um, I am getting to be growingly concerned about what the supply is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been playing Changi and the whole Chang Young Lee Korean fuck. He's so bad. Uh, he's just not up to the standard. He needs to go back down to the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is it, why is he even there? Like, it I think it's the kind of thing where it's like he's obviously better than Jordan Much because yeah. your fucking Much grandmother is, is the better worst than thing Jordan Much. Yeah. And. We want to. We ever since we fucked Jednak off to Villa, Punchin's kind of restricted to playing in, next to Ledley because MacArthur's still not fit and Cabai hasn't been fit. So it's kind of been like mm. needs must. We just don't have anyone else. Uh, there's no question that Lee should be playing in cup games only. He's terrible. Um, but I'm hoping that when we put Punchin up in the hole, when MacArthur's back, I think Cabai will start next game. And when we have the midfield three of Zaha, Townsend, and Punch behind Benteke, that there'll be service there. That said, we're a team that scored zero goals in two games, so I wouldn't be rushing to buy an attacker yeah. on our team, no matter what. They, Benteke could be priced at 3.0. I wouldn't be looking to get him in right now. I mean, we just look terrible. And until we get MacArthur and Kebai back, um, I mean, 
until they figure out who's going to actually play in the hole. Yeah, and it's been limited. I mean, Townsend's been taking pot shots, and his stats and numbers don't look that bad. But if you watch the games, he's looked that bad. He hasn't had anything remotely close to being a goal. Yeah, he's known to just rip one from anywhere, right? Yeah, and low percentage. He's been, yeah, very, very low percentage. And again, he hasn't sniffed goal yet. And I mean, Zaha's just doing what he normally does, just like complaining to the refs and with no end product. And without Lee, I mean, with Lee in the hole, he's just like a wasted human. So we're basically yeah. playing like with 10 men right away. Yeah. So I think Benteke is going to have his day for sure, but I just don't think it's right now, yep. which is troublesome. But I, am, I do love the. The Rondon show because at six five and I mean yeah they're not a promoted side they've been creating a little bit more than you normally expect from West Brom and the fixtures look good I think he's definitely in there with Negredo if not maybe a better shout yeah I, I'm high on him I think he's a good but good you want to bring Benteke in you cannot do it right now. I know I know I'm not going to basically okay. because of everything you just said and all right, all right, all right. I mean. You know, I have a little bit of time because there's no other like price rises or falls that will affect me coming soon. Yeah. Maybe he starts the cup game tomorrow and scores and looks great, and then maybe honestly I will bring him in. But yeah, if that I, happens, I think you'd be more justified. But. Yeah, but as of right this second, as we're potting Monday night, no, nah, I can't bring him in. I just can't reason it. Yeah, there are too many risks. Too many risks. All right, but onto the mids and budget mids because that's where we were talking about is. A big guy that's coming up a lot this week everywhere is Barkley because, well, two reasons. He's been returning and and actually looking good. And then also Everton's fixtures are just insane starting now. What do you think? Because he seems the only actual nailed guy. I mean, Kevin, Jerry, Balassi, we don't really know. Barry and Gay are not on options. Barkley is like really the only guy other than Lukaku that you can get, I think, reasonably. Yeah, but I know, but okay, the goal game week one shouldn't have happened. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I don't, he missed a header sitter last game, but it's yeah, still he got like Ross, though. Yeah, but I mean, that assist too. It's like, what? I'm like, fine. Like a side pass or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, it's Ross Barkley. Like he's fucking a piece of shit, and I fucking hate him. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's in and around. He's the next like, Gerard, dude. You didn't hear? No, but he's just in and around like life and the world in general. But he's all fart and no poo. I just <laughs> I can't get behind him. I yeah. last year it's the kind of thing where you're just like, oh, he's English and young, so all the casuals have him. So his ownership is inflated. Where it, it isn't. It's just never there. But then people like want to you want to talk yourself into the idea because he's like oh he's playing the hole he's on Everton like he's good he's really young or whatever but yeah he just like he's not like good yeah I, I mean if, if his I mean, name he, was he's gotten better every single year but he hasn't really proven any sort of consistent quality no, I, at all not, but I, not I, nothing I just think nothing it, at I all. think there I still think and maybe I'm just fucking blind but I still believe in a little bit of upside there because he is so young I think. Coleman makes them a much better team. And if he plays with two strikers in front of him, I mean, that's just more tits to Todd, you know? So maybe maybe he has a big year. I mean, I haven't really strongly pushed anyone on Twitter towards him, but I think he's an option. Um, yeah, if, I don't agree. I mean, I would yeah. actively tell people not to get him in. Yeah. I think he's he's just like a flirtatious fool person. That I we, love flirting. Yeah, no, but it's the same kind of thing where we made the same exact argument last year, and then he would go on a string of two months blanking, and yep. then we'd have that one game where you get like, oh, like two some goals. little silly goal and like yeah. an assist and a double digit, and yep. then he blank for two more months. I mean, yeah. that's no, his you're mo. Right. You're right. I just think he's not in and around the box enough. I don't think he's clinical enough. I think he fucks up easy chances a lot. I just I don't really rate him in general. Um, and it's the kind of thing that like, if he was like a fucking Spanish player or something, like he would probably already have been out of Everton. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's the thing is, it's I feel like he's got the young English shit going for him. Similar, I mean, I guess Sterling's doing well this year, but similar to like where Sterling, where you're rated at this ridiculous like margin, like fifty yeah. million pound in, and and then you're maybe not doing it. But I just Barkley, he gets me. He gets me going. Yeah, I, I, he's I mean, one of I the can players. Hear it in I, your fucking voice, Jesus. Yeah, you know, he's one of my, the players in the prime that I dislike the most. Wow. I think he's just all hype. And he's, I mean, he's just, I don't think that he has the end product to justify he's it. I mean, a, he's not, yeah, yeah, 
he just scores worldlies. That's all he scores. So that's why yeah. people like him. Oh, well, aside yeah, from no, the English ni- thing, it's like, oh no, it's it's nice when he scores a worldie every like ten games and every like nine thousand minutes. But in the minutes between, when he's just like floating around deep, being worthless, like it's almost <laughs> like Ozil when in his first season when he didn't know what the fuck to do. Like you see some bits of class, but. He just didn't know what to do in the league, and Barkley's been doing this for like four years. And yeah, okay, he's young, but I just don't yeah. see the step forward. I want to see it. I yeah, want to see yeah, consistency. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, I'm not going to buy in beforehand just because like we need oh, Everton start, have a good we, run. Like we, I want Everton coverage. Like we, get the fuck out of my face. We need the talking head voice more from you. I'm really into when you go talking oh. head mode. Don't it's like I need to see it, Walsh. I need to see it before I believe it. I'm getting worked up right now. You're getting yeah. I'm fucking sweating just listening to you. Let's what about? Talk about I want to talk about Lamella because you. I mean, dude, you just went from fucking Palace to Barkley. Yeah, like, what do, you, yeah. do you want to talk about Navas being Let's an talk attacking about Navas. option? That's just and like Bellerin is like the best defensive option in the game. Oh god, okay, oh don't god. go there. It's too soon. <laughs> um, let's talk about Eric effing Coco Lamella because you told me that he looked really bad, and I didn't watch that game. I only watched the highlights, but his numbers were really sick. And no, I thought he didn't he looked, look really bad. He looked really he just, good in the highlights. So looked, I don't know what he, to believe, Adam. He looked really average. It's just Spurs as a whole looked really bad. Oh, I see. Okay. I think. I mean, I think I mentioned that like, Jansen was the only actual good player in the game. But he missed um, so many fucking sitters. Yeah, but I mean, again, missing sitters, and it's not. I'm not like putting you in the Navas box yet. So I'm like, oh, you're like a little like maybe you're Soldado. I don't know. But at least he was getting in those positions, and he was, he, you know, he was at the end of a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and his movement was good, and I, again, he was there. Uh, the Kane with, was just the thing with Coco is he created some of those. You know, it's like yeah, a match yeah, of the yeah. day. Like he had that corner that Toby headed, and he had some other like good balls in and stuff like that, and they just. Like he had a pass to Kane that Kane just, I don't know, pulled really wide and was horrible. But he arguably should have had two assists that game. And I, I don't know. I, you know, I love him. And no, no, we both do. I just, I, I remember obviously being very sad and upset about watching the whole game. But the yeah, only person true. that jumped out of the game to me was Jansen. And I don't think maybe it was an indictment because I kept like forgetting about maybe it was Kane or Erickson being shit. But like. The three of Lamella, Erickson, and Kane should have tore us apart, and it should have been really like a five nil. Yeah, um, it was, and it ended up being like showing. a Victor Wanyama dick fuck goal for them to beat of us. Course. And of course, I think Lamella was definitely not bad, but he was more or less unnoticeable in general, considering how much possession that they had and yeah. you know, how many goals they should have scored. But I still think he's a good buy. I mean, he had that wonderful header in game week one. He's priced right. Yeah, I think he's one of the very, very few guys that I would like be able to confidently recommend at this point at midfield. Yeah, I I agree. I think he's just going to be good, and especially until especially until they start up with Champions League. I mean, he's been playing ninety; hasn't been getting subbed off at sixty-seven or whatever, like he was last year over here with Pochettino. Yeah, and they have good fixtures. Yeah, after this, well, it's great. This week is a great fixture. Home Liverpool's a fucking yeah, banker, a triple that's captain. Yeah. And then at uh, Stoke, home Sunderland, at Borough, that's fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, until Champ starts and we see how he's going to rotate his squad properly. I mean, right now, I think Lamella's still a great buy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Any other midfielders you want to talk about? <sighs> I still think like Martial's me. really under-owned. I was looking at him earlier and, like... He's so expensive, though. He's so expensive, but he was also, like, clean through, like, twice last game and usually yeah. puts us away. And he had two assists in the first game and he's, like, fucking 6% owned or something really, really low. It's, like... Makes me want to try and find a way to get up to him. Yeah, I mean, I still think that the points are going to come there, as we we discussed yeah. at nauseum. We think United are going to just bang goals in all year, but yeah. it's still very expensive, and he's clearly out of form. And the assists that he got in game week one were very total fortunate. bullshit. Total bullshit. And he did not look good against Southampton. He was yeah, just fucking shit I up. I think that my Jerry D upgrade still might be one of the city boys, Sterling or Nolito. Yeah, I mean, you love them so much, and it makes so much I love sense. both of them, and they're just festivals. Yeah. The one thing I'm gonna maybe this is a little mad tip, but I feel like Siggy in this run of shit ass fixtures is gonna get points. That's weird. Yeah, I, I mean don't he know. looked just, amazing, and his stats yeah. are fucking amazing. Yeah, he always does, and he always is, and I feel like yeah, he's true. the he's like the Erickson type player. Why isn't he getting bought? I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe Swansea have some insane valuation, or he just likes it because like Joe's there, and he's like, "This is kind of like being I, in Iceland." I guess it's closer to Iceland. Yeah, than it's a little closer. Yeah, a little closer. But I have a feeling that he's kind of like a very unfashionable player right now to own because they have six or so straight fixtures of shit ass. But I could see him just steadily ticking when they like lose three one and shit. Like he just gets like seven points or whatever. Maybe he's gonna be my guy. I mean, I yeah. he's impossible not to love. No, he's great, and he's a bat magnet, and he normally just tits. Oh my hit, god! I mean, he hit the post like he's a treat. Bat magnet reminds me of um, this week's Derek update of the fucking <laughs> pod. Is he show? He was at we were at producer Nate's show, and he was showing Nate his notes, like his new notes on the, new notes, on the, new notes on the latest pod. And the best thing from it by far is. And it took Nate like a second to process, but it won't take you that because you know you always talk about bonus and you're always like, oh, like max boners, like blah blah blah. Yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. who li- regular pod listeners know what the fuck we're talking about. One of Derek's notes is max boners is good, and his first question <laughs> to Nate was, who's max boners? <laughs> it was just oh so God. good. Just say it's Max Gradle. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, that now. guy, Max Boners. He's so good. <laughs> he just knows from our excitedness that Max Boners is just something you want all the time. But he didn't know it wasn't a player, and it was just yeah. like a theory. He thought his name that's, was Max. Maximilian Boners. Max Boners is not benching Shaw this week. Yeah, that's that's fact. But fucking, I, I was dying at the show. I was just like, holy shit. That's so that's advanced. Good. Yeah, that's advanced FPL, FML, FPL talk. Yeah. Slash Greeley talk slash first grade talk. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Siggy is a monster. He gets all the fucking boners all day whenever he scores or assists. So, yeah, maybe he's a sleeper little shout, little under the radar guy. I like it. Yeah, and again, it's it's against the grain because the, the fixtures are terrible. But I just they're, feel they like they couldn't really be any worse. No, they couldn't. They're horrible. But I still feel like you know, I don't know. They'll start countering and shit. Like he'll do a little little assist to like your renty. And I shit. mean, it's I one know. thing though is it's also hard because you see like the the red and like the dark maroon of like when you look at the fixture list, and that definitely like biases our opinion. But like at Leicester, it's not like that bad. You know, it's not like. Yeah. The worst home Chelsea. They haven't kept it clean yet. Outside Hampton, their defense doesn't look particularly good. City will yeah, be but, tough. Home Liverpool, yeah, their defense doesn't look good at all. That's a good fixture, but none of those are like good. I mean, playing like Chelsea, Southampton. Yes, I'm just saying they're not like no, no, yeah, yeah, they're not like bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're fine. Chelsea, fucking Conte, just screaming like Andiamo, Andiamo. <laughs> so good. Uh, I love him. All right, what's next on the agenda? What is next? I mean, I guess just defense because well, all of our attacks are pretty much sorted because you have Aguerovic just donging. They're just going to be best friends all year and just score 10 goals a game. But then we're all figuring out our third forward. We're all kind of figuring out our midfield. And then there's everyone's figuring out their defense too because all the defenses suck so far. There's been like no cleans. So yeah, I, I was a little off my my clean sheet predictions last week when I called out like twenty every single game. There actually were a lot of cleans this week, though. What do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven out yeah, of ten. But if you combine that with the first week, there's still over half the league doesn't have a yeah. clean yet, and no but, teams have yeah. two cleans yet. Which yeah, is crazy. I feel like that's that's pretty par for the course at the beginning of the year, though. I feel like there's a yeah, lot I guess more at the beginning scoring. is a lot a yeah, little crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just which, which defenses to trust? I mean, uh, like Stones, everyone's complaining about Stones and City, and I don't know why the fuck we haven't, but, like, cleans have to come eventually, right? Like, we're going to get a clean out of City. Like, they're going to, like, be a top three team, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you look at their last game against Stoke, the pen was very much a makeup call for the it's non-call. The should have been ever. a call. That caller of, like, Disgusting oh, that was like that That's where the pen was. So if they called it there, then you're fine because I'm sure he saw that and was like, "Oh, I really fucking missed that." Yeah, the makeup call is such a joke. Yeah, but they didn't concede an open play, so you can't hate that. I mean, that's good. I like that's what you want. That's good. If there's yeah. a pen, then like there's a moment of badness. It happens. It's football, but I still agree. I, I still think City are going to keep loads of cleans this year. Yeah, me too. By I'm, the sheer v- virtue of their percentage of possession dominance. and yeah. yeah, United obviously look great. 
Um, yeah. I still feel like Spurs are going to be up there as yeah, well as Arsenal. As Arsenal, as usual, are always yeah. up there. And Arsenal was the team I wanted to bring up because Holding is really making a case now that we know who's preferred between Holding and Chambers. Unless they buy someone, Holding should be starting for months. Yeah, I mean, I still Wenger said that he's going to buy another defender. Oh, it still seems pretty fucking mental to me that he's not going to buy a defender. They it, they've bought one player all off season, so clearly there's got to be some money. They don't have to continue to pay off for the stadium they already paid off. But he's going to so, start cock at center back. Like, I don't, he's just uh, such a fucking no. Twat. He's a fucking crazy fuck. But I still feel like they might buy someone. But at at the same time. Yes, obviously at four or five, holding is gold. Yeah, it's just, but if you could wait a week until the window closes, until the window closes, exactly, yeah. he might be fucking real. Yeah, no, definitely. I think he'd slowly make his way into almost all teams at, at the end of the window. He would be the first like free up point five or one mil here, like get yeah. holding in and start him every week. Every week, yeah. Another team I wanted to bring up is Watford because. Like I said earlier, I mean they were they lost to Chelsea, so they blew it in the end, I guess. But they fucking dominated they look and looked really, really, really good. Um, and they looked good week one too. I just think we slept on them a little bit, and their fixtures are still really horrendously bad. But only for three more, and then they get incredibly good. And so guys like Holabas and shit are like high up on my radar to probably come in like maybe two or three weeks from now. So. Yeah, but Just isn't Masari still rotating the fullbacks and the in the wing the wingbacks rather? I mean, Holobos started and played ninety both games. Both games, yeah. Holobos, and he's a great shot. I mean, you know, that I love him from his grease days. And he's playing so far up, and they look good. Yeah, and, he had a, he had a good uh, shot on goal. He almost scored this week. Yeah, I feel like he does that once a game. He'll hit the bar, or do something like great because he's great. Yeah, but he's, he's good you got to still wait for those fixtures to come around. But at the same time, Watford, I think as a team. Have potentially like had the least amount of shots on target of any team through two weeks. Yeah, it's possible. I think they've had like three to six goal attempts in the first two weeks combined. It's very small. Um, so I mean, again, they're playing tough teams, so they're not all about that. But I mean, you Deeney's Deeney's going to be a thing soon. Deeney's going to be a thing. Captain Kapu, they're real. I mean, they might need a cap Kapu this week. Um, I think that I mean that those are like the main talking points that I had written down. What do you? you I mean, I guess the only other thing is, I mean, I was getting emails about Zlatan less teams, and it's just kind of like get him in, take a hit, take a minus eight, do whatever you need to do to get Zlatan in because his ownership's over Aguero now, and I know a lot of people after, especially like Scoutcast listening to and like all the Scoutcast. People were like, "Oh, I don't have Zlatan. Like, I'm gonna still go without. I don't know. I'm I'm nervous, but I'm gonna keep going without." Fuck that. And now they all have him because he's boss. So if you don't have Zlatan, then you're you're doing it wrong, and you're gonna continue to nosedive and lose points. So pretty, I mean, yeah, you need Aguero and Zlatan right now. Yeah, Zlatan's at Hull this week, so that, is that good or is that bad? Yeah, I mean, they're two and zero, Adam. Let me check. Hull are gonna win the league this year, so it's bad. So you probably so could get away with not. Probably got away with not getting Zlatan. I'm going false. bad fixture, Adam. Fuck I'm you. benching Zlatan this week, Adam. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's go to captains and cleans. Okay. So, who are you capping, Aguero or Zlatan? You know the answer. I actually don't know the answer. What? Do you, come on, dude. You know it's Kuhn all day, baby. Yeah, I'm captaining Kuhn. Kuhn. Let's I'm go. captaining Kuhn all day. <laughs> Oh, I love it, dude. It's not, it's not close for me. I'm, it's still the kind of thing where unless if Aguero's playing like at... At United real, like he is like at, the week, next week? No, I'm the captain him forever. If he's fit, I'm just going to... I'm not going to even think about it. Yeah. I mean, Zlatan's I'll probably captain him we, at We've learned that week. lesson. Like, he's incredible. He's going to score a million goals this year. But the fact is, like, he's still, like... Barely touches the ball and like barely even shoots. He's just been scoring. Right now, his shot per- his shot accuracy is eighty percent and his goal conversion sixty percent. It's just like Zlatan. He's just like barely shoots, but he's scoring all of his goals. Like Guerrero's got the the better underlying stats, the more potential, just based on those alone of like hat tricks and four goals and shit. So yeah, yeah I'm with you. So beautiful. His header was a fuck fest. I love when he does those little near post runs on the free indirect freeze and he just 
fucking flicks it over like a little coon. It wasn't even yeah. like a fucking yeah. God, he just, he's just great. He just wow. finds he he's like Jason Kidd rebounding. He just like knows where the ball's gonna go better than other people know where it's gonna go. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, that's coon for me. We'll worry about next week in the Derby weekend. And it's not like West Ham's defense is good. They're the opposite. Yeah, fuck them, dude. They're terrible. They're, there are so many pens in West Ham's back line, it's crazy. Yeah, even without Crestwell, they're still yeah, bad. Forget about it. They're terrible. Okay, clean. Should we even attempt this, or is it going to be a nightmare <sighs> fuckfest? I mean, it's definitely a nightmare fuckfest. Chelsea. Get them all wrong. Chelsea clean. Palace clean. No, no. no they're like going to be goals in that game. It's going to open up. Yeah. No clean no clean in that game. Leicester clean. Uh I don't see it. No. No. Southampton, Southampton clean seems clean's fun. good. Yeah. yeah. United clean, you have to think United about clean. That. West Brom Borough is weird. Yeah, that could be like a one one. Yeah. And city clean like City it's clean you gotta like come at come at the hour. Yeah, come on, give us a fucking give uh, us a fucking the stones. last game of the week, and we're gonna have Captain Coon and Stones in there. Like we need a fucking oh my tip god, that game. yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to beat it in between those two Sunday games. Yeah, because we're it, we're fucking we're gonna be on edge because who knows what Slotton's gonna do against Hull, and we need Coon to fucking match or better that. He'll do. Yeah, I mean, I I back him all day. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it for the week. That's it. I mean, we used to do our teams, but now we kind of cover our teams throughout the pod. We don't need a section for it. Yeah, but I didn't say anything about what I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? You have to say your moves. You made your I, moves already. I, I made my shit. moves. So Vardy was going down on Saturday night, and I was pretty tuned because I was like fucking drinking all day and my birthday and shit. Yeah. So I was looking between Big Rom and Ladonk. And I went with what's Lil, Le, what's Le, who's Ladonk? Olivier Giroud. <laughs> I went I went with Donk. I mean the Donkey Man. I, a, a little gamble because there's definitely a shout that he doesn't start this weekend. But I'm thinking that he got his little run out, and they've been fucking horrible, and they need to score goals. And Alexis looks like a piece of shit playing up top. I don't think he played last game. Did he play last game I, against Leicester? I cannot confirm nor deny that. Okay, so I was just taking a calculated risk that the fixtures look reasonable for Arsenal. Um, it feels weird to not have an Arsenal attacker in general playing yeah. FPL. I always have one. And Lukaku obviously has better fixtures, but Lukaku is going to troll troll Kaku us all at some time. <laughs> so he should have probably scored a goal this weekend. He didn't do because I don't know why, but I just went with Giroud there. So I freed up a mill. I was thinking about letting the other transfer float, but today when I saw Shaw about to rise, I just fired away with uh, Volshide. RIP producer Nate's favorite player, and I brought in Shaw. So I have Shaw and Valencia now. Double barreled United. Double fullback barrels, uh, flanking stones this weekend, which feels good. It felt like a rejuvenation of my defense since it's been horrible. That's so the far. thing. Yeah, you needed some solidity back there. And I mean, through you're six. You're joining the defender. Eric Lee, double Valencia Shaw. Yeah, I mean, through the six defender starts I've had to the season, I've had one clean sheet out of six. So yeah, it's not good. Uh, no, it's it's not not as they say good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll that out. It sucks a little bit because I was kind of interested in having two frees going into the international break after uh, game week three. But I still love Gaston. Um, I, I feel like my attack is very settled now. I'm going to give Giroud a run at, at least three or four games and see what he does for me. So it felt like a little less risky to bring Shaw in, even though also the Derby's coming up in two games. But United defense, United in general just seem boss. And I know I'm not going to be able to afford one of their midfielders. So getting a third United player in the form of attacking intent, fullback seems good. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's good. And uh, just before I talk about my team, I wanted to. We also never said on the pod. There's also on our website fmlfield.com. There's like an our teams button just to keep track of everyone's team, mine, yours, producers, guests, and Derek's teams as they go through the season. So I'll make sure to post the game week two results on there so we can everyone can follow along. But um, 
Yeah, my team we already covered. So I have Vardy and I have Jerry, and I probably need to get rid of both of them. Um, for forward, for Vardy replacement, I'm between like probably Lukaku or um, probably Rondon. Actually, it would be like the next guy I'm considering, unless Benteke does a job in the cup. And then for Delafeu replacement, that very much depends on which yeah, of those two forwards afraid? I get. But if I go with Rom, I don't even fucking know. I mean, like, there's not that many guys I want to go up to. Maybe Lamella, or maybe just keep Jerry and risk it, or maybe go Boyan. But I don't. That doesn't seem productive I like Boyan, to me. Boyan, dude. I think Boyan is productive. I don't know, man. I don't. Fe- I feel like for one week, it's better to like save another free for an international break than to just go from Jerry to Boyan. Brand that's my, have a bad fixer. That, that's my opinion. But if I go with the cheaper like Rondon, then I'm really heavily looking at like one of the city mids, probably Nolito. Um, assuming, That'd be fun. yeah, assuming the Champions League team they roll out is just going to be fodder because they're up five nil on the first leg. So I'm sure it will Nolito be. should be starting and playing ninety over Navas, especially when he comes on and scores more. Goals that Navas has in like his entire fucking career in twenty minutes. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I like the Rondon Nolito punts more. I think I think there's a lot of upside there. I think it's a lot more fun. Yeah, it's a fun. That's it's where a fun. I, that's tip. where I would go. Although it's then the it, it's going to make me watch West Brom, which is not that fun. That's the know, downside. They, yeah, that's true. But dude, dude, you like fucking Pulis, even though he fucking did us dirty, Palace. I still fucking love him. Like, yeah, he's amazing on the sidelines. He just does such TP. funny things. Yeah, not, not AP. Not AP. Never TP. AP. He just does funny things and he's great. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't. I've had. A, I've come around on West Brom. I went through like different periods of hatred, but I don't mind watching them at all. I don't know. Well, I mean, especially this year, they've been actually really positive, and they're playing Middlesbrough. So I'm in. I'm in on that game. It's yeah, the only game, game at that like time awesome. on Sunday. Yeah, Gaston, Sunday, let's go. I'll probably still be sleeping. It's too early. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an early one for you. But that's where we're at. Um, Any last words? Um, I hope I get more points than I did last week. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us at fmlpl at gmail.com. Check the store. Join the league. Like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Cheers. Yeah, store, dude. Store needs to be like front center, like for a second, third on the agenda of the closures. Yeah, I guess I gotta up, update my like outro and just go like yeah, heavy, heavy it, like, store. Buy two stickers for three thousand dollars. Like, go to the store. Yeah, I kind of wish we had like a a cooler name than just like store. Like, what what do they call it in Pokemon where you go buy the Pokeballs and shit? It's it's called the shop, but they have Pokestops. Pokestop, yeah. With, like some branded name like that is fire. No, store's good. Because, no, store does a job. Yeah, people still don't know the nicknames we say, so that's a good job. Yeah, people don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they, they, <laughs> they just listen to like go to sleep, basically. Yeah. I mean, kill to get unique lessons to go to sleep. I'll take that all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put us on, pass out, we're in another language or something, just let it yeah. ride. It's like South Park for Hero. <laughs> for Hero. <laughs> Great Hero shot. Okay, yeah. that's it. Bye.